0: Hi, this is Russ Striner. I played the character of Johnny in *Night of the Living Dead*, the 1968 version. Um, I don't know why you're listening to throbbing with horror, but that—that's your business. and horror hounds this is brett from dimension z joined as i am every week by greg of the dead how you doing man
1: doing good how you doing
0: very very well
1: (laughs) it's about fucking time
0: oh yeah i am so excited to finally get to a universal monster movie i love these so much and we're starting out with the granddaddy of them all the king of the universal monsters dracula
1: I don't think anyone's going to argue with that, because look at, like, every incarnation of the monsters together after it. Who's always the leader? I'm talking, um, Abbott and Costello, I'm talking Van Helsing, I'm talking Monster Squad, everything where it's all of them together, who's the leader? It's
0: always Dracula leading the entire group.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't think you're too far off the mark with that.
0: No, not, and this is the one that, I mean, I know there was like Phantom of the Opera, and there's, you know, there's ones before this with Lon Chaney Sr., but Dracula is really what kicked it off, where then they started doing the almost thing that Marvel did of, oh, what else do we have? And then they found Frankenstein, and they did that, and then the Wolfman, and you know.
1: And the Universal Monsters were honestly the first cinematic universe. That's not a stretch to say they were the very first crossover cinematic universe before we had a term for such a thing.
0: Oh yeah, with like Frankenstein meets the Wolfman, Abbott and Costello, like you said, like uh, certain ones of they were always meeting each other and like trying to cure each other of different things and whatnot with doctors, and then they would just end up killing each other.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> uh, we must get to the castle. <laughs>
1: So this also marks the oldest movie that we have ever covered on the show.
0: Yes, uh, 1931.
1: Going on 100 years. That's wild. Oh
0: yeah, I cannot wait for that to happen. Like Nosferatu is this year, and now it won't be too much longer, and it'll be this one.
1: Oh, exactly. We're uh, less than 10 years away from it. Yeah. But so, 1931, episode 98, Dracula. You got the credits? Yes.
0: Uh, Todd Browning gets the Edward trifecta with a director, producer, and writer, um, which is amazing that there's an Edward trifecta and a Bela Lugosi movie.
1: Yeah, and so this really is interesting. This is kind of what a lot of people point to, even though we had things before that were scary movies. We even had a telling of this story before. But everyone points to this, the Bela Lugosi. Wow, I can't talk there. The Bela Lugosi Dracula is the first quote horror movie because after this, if you said I'm going to make a horror movie, people in the business knew what you meant. Okay, we're gonna have spooky, we're gonna have castle, we're gonna have monsters, everything like that.
0: Exactly. This is and it just sets up like the classic gothic horror movie so well. All the castles uh, in the distance. There's a shit ton of fog. Like,
1: <laughs> oh yeah. You know what's also crazy is Dracula the novel wasn't even incredibly old yet. It was written in, I think, 1897. This is only 1931, so it's not even that old at the time.
0: You could almost maybe compare it to, like, Fear and Loathing being written and then being made into a movie in the 90s.
1: Exactly. That's pretty close to it. It's kind of crazy, like... To think of a world that Dracula didn't always exist, you know what I mean?
0: Oh yeah, th- this seems like one that it's like, and of course there's been the vampire myth forever, but Dracula seems like one of those things that was almost passed t- down from like the you know 11th century or something, like through ghost stories.
1: Yeah, well because for us that's what it's been like.
0: Yeah, it honestly, I can never, I cannot... Of course, like, imagine a time when I was like, oh, what is Dracula? Dracula's this new thing, you know?
1: Yeah, I mean, the influence goes all the way down to the joke we make all the time. But, like, even something like Sesame Street, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, there's a Dracula. Dracula is in Sesame Street. He's the count, you
1: know? Yeah, like, the influence of this, you couldn't even begin to, like, write down every, like cultural like touchstone that this has made to the point dracula is the character has been portrayed in film the most times out of any character narrowly beating out sherlock holmes but those are the top two and dracula is the number one
0: and so many dracula stories are almost the exact same where like there's little changes and whatnot but so many of these movies it's like you know the Realtor goes to Carfax... Oh, not Carfax Abbey. Goes to uh, Count Dracula's castle to sell him Carfax Abbey and is, like, taken over. And I've seen so many different versions of this exact same story, and it's still amazing.
1: Oh, yeah. And this is, like the closest we get well no this isn't the closest we get to the novel but this is the closest we get to what's become the standard
0: well yeah and and especially bella's dracula of not only is dracula like so influential and whatnot bella's version of dracula because that is now just always the main thing of like there was the old school like 90s commercial where it was frankenstein carrying the Soda oh. truck, and then you know I love it. Dracula opens the door and goes, "No dip," and he does the Lots, fucking no dip. He does the Bella accent,
1: <laughs> well, to the point that Dracula, the character, has never been able to outlive the shadow of Bella Lugosi. And I'm not even just like saying this, like because we always talk about Bella, but it hasn't. Because Dracula, Count Dracula in the novel, had like a white mustache He was very hideous looking. He was had rank breath, is the way they oh. describe it. So, like, not what we see as this suave, good-looking, like, it's just, like, what we get with Bella isn't that, but that's become Dracula.
0: Oh, yeah, where, it, it's so it's almost, like, more Nosferatu type of he's a creature, versus Bella yeah, can easily walk through, like, downtown London and blend right in. Nosferatu is not doing that.
1: Yeah, hey, he goes to the symphony. You tell me that, like, Nosferatu, that <laughs> Shrek's going, like, to the symphony and just walking in there? He's, like,
0: he would immediately just, like, walk on stage and just creep everyone out and not understand why. Like, what's wrong? <laughs>
1: Yes, let's get into this (laughs) because I just realized we're going for a while just talking about Dracula and Bella, but it just deserves it.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, this is especially these classic universal movies that set up everything, it deserves a little bit extra.
1: Oh, definitely. I mean, you can trace everything we do back to a handful of movies from this time and be like, that's where it all came from.
0: Yeah. And just one last little thing. It sucks so bad that how Universal treated Bella after this movie. He's like Bella made them this whole huge dark, the original dark universe, you know? And then yeah. just a couple decades later are like, Oh, he's still alive.
1: Yeah. But then we get, Him in things like Bride of the Monster and things like that, at least, thankfully.
0: So, if that didn't happen, we would not get those, and I bet you that those Ed Wood movies wouldn't. They'd still be great, but they wouldn't have that extra kick.
1: Yeah, you might not even get Plan 9, because the whole selling point was Bella's last movie. Exactly. Alright, so, it starts the way it would typically start... You have a bunch of travelers and a coach going through Transylvania, and it's going real fast, and Renfield's, and they're like, can't you slow down? They're not slowing down through here, though.
0: I do enjoy in this one, they cut out a lot of the opening stuff of, it's like, it's not Renfield going, oh, Mina, like, I have to go on this far-off adventure and, like, sell this house that's going to take me months to get there. And then show the step-by-step of him going to the house.
1: Yeah, we don't need it. You know, this is a perfect starting point. By the way, Renfield, played by the amazing Dwight Fry, Holy shit. Look, I know we're going to talk about Bela Lugosi a lot. No shit. But man, I cannot, like, overstate how great he was.
0: Oh, he's uh, Re- um,
1: Dwight Frye is Renfield.
0: He's amazing in this. He's great in the Frankenstein movies. He even kept showing up in later ones where, like, he was almost the original of like, oh look, there he is in the background of he's in um, God, uh, like Frankenstein meets the Wolfman. Like he's uh just a character, like one of the ones with the pitchfork.
1: Yeah. He's great. His laugh is my favorite thing (laughs) in the world, too.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's just his I love too of him jumping back and forth from like being super insane. And then also like almost like having a moment of clarity of like, you need to get me out of here. Get me away from this man. What is wrong with you? And then going right back into like, give me my flies.
1: The Renfield character is kind of a sad one when you look at it. I don't like to think about it, but it's true.
0: Oh yeah, where he he was just trying to go do his job. Like Yeah. And he gets immediately attacked by this old man in a rundown castle. Like uh he loses anyone that's close to him. He just immediately becomes obsessed with bugs.
1: Oh yeah, exactly. That's his thing.
0: Like that's and that's
1: what bigger and bigger bugs as time goes on.
0: That's what Got you, don't like. He's like, he promised me things, <laughs> and it's bugs. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but he's, they stop at the inn, and Renfield's saying he's going to Dracula's castle, and of course we get our giant shock and harbingers telling him you can't go there. You know,
0: <gasps> Dracula <laughs> castle. Dracula. <laughs> I also like, put no, on no. I put on the subtitles just to see if like, cause there's a parts of definitely this scene as well, where they're speaking a lot of Hungarian. At first I didn't even know what they were speaking, but then when I put on subtitles, I was like, maybe they're translate and it just says speaking Hungarian.
1: (laughs) Oh yeah. That makes sense.
0: But you get the whole, like uh, it's not a book this time. It's a cross that the lady's like, take this for your mother's sake.
1: Yeah, she gives him a crucifix to take with him for protection, and then we cut to the castle for the first time. He's not there yet, but we just get shots. of oh, and- I
0: well, you he gets back on the coach. The coach is like now screaming through like the wilderness again, going way too fast. Like Renfield's getting jostled around in there, and it's they don't even like stop. The coach like slows down, kind of like Renfield jumps out. And the coachman throws his bag on the ground. It takes off again, like immediately like, fuck you, man.
1: <laughs> I do like it. But that's before that we get Dracula waking up at his castle, him and his yes. brides and oh. everything.
0: I love you get uh, the shot of like, I'm guessing it's like the castle basement almost. And you get all the coffins. Then you see like a possum and you're like, are possums in Hungary? And then like, a beetle. They're not are possums
1: or armadillos.
0: Oh uh, no, there's a possum in this scene. There's armadillos later. Oh, okay. Uh, then there's like a tiny little beetle that crawls out of a tiny coffin.
1: Dude, is that what it's supposed to be? I've never been able to figure it out.
0: I. It's some kind. It's a beetle or a weird spider or it's some kind of bug. No, I mean,
1: <laughs> I mean the tiny coffin. Oh, is yeah. that like a tiny coffin? It's a
0: tiny coffin. Yeah.
1: Okay. Okay. That's all.
0: <laughs> I, I just like to think that's like Dracula's buddy, who just like likes to save room, so he's just always transforms into the bug.
1: Well, the bear keep Renfield away from him.
0: Oh yeah, he's like, "Have you seen my friend Bob?" And Renfield's like, "What?"
1: <laughs> Dracula's <laughs> friend Bob. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we get that shot. And then, like you said, Renfield's driver stops, drops him (laughs) off to get picked up by another driver. Who is this driver, Brett?
0: Oh, and it's always so funny, because they do this in all these movies, is the driver is Dracula, and they disguise him by putting a hat on him and kind of putting, like, a robe over, like, his head, but his face is still there.
1: He's kind of got his collar popped a little bit to disguise some of them.
0: Yeah, but it's Bela Lugosi is extreme, like he is a unique looking person. That's like Max Shrek as Nosferatu is a very unique person. And the people don't like, Oh, Hey, didn't you just drive me to this castle? They never put two and two together.
1: (laughs) But yeah, he's picked up by Dracula, but not revealed to be Dracula yet. And he gets in and he leans out to talk to the driver for a minute. And there's no driver, it's just a bat floating there.
0: Which, that is a cool scene of the bat almost just leading the horses.
1: Yeah, and this is the classic when people talk about bats on a string, they're talking (laughs) about Dracula.
0: Oh, it is 100% just a fishing line that they're doing up and down to make the wings go.
1: Oh, definitely. You know, like you would do as a kid when you had the toys, I'm assuming you had one of those around Halloween or something. I would play with that like that all the time.
0: Oh, I have a fake bat just to my right right now.
1: Oh, good. Oh, real quick, I forgot to mention about Bella be- getting the part of Dracula. Yes. Do you mind if I pull off for a second here? Oh, yeah. Well, while Renfield's on the ride, I guess we can discuss this. It's yeah, it, a it's ride. a
0: little bit of a <laughs> trip to the castle, so we got a minute.
1: <laughs> okay, good. I'll I'll stop by the time they get there. But so Bella Lugosi played Dracula in the stage play Dracula, which there was lots of things going on with Dracula. Brom Stoker's widow had plans to franchise it out, make a movie, but did the, they did the stage plays, everything like that. They did not want Bela Lugosi to be Dracula originally. They wanted Lon Chaney Sr., but he passed away. And it was a perfect case of right place, right time, because the play was touring and went to Los Angeles where they were casting for the movie. Bela auditioned, they weren't sure on him, but agreed to do it for like a significant amount of money less than everyone else was. So like, fine, save us money.
0: Right, and could, like, Lon Chaney Sr., I've seen mostly just clips of his stuff, I don't think I've seen, like, a full movie of his, So I still need to see, like, Phantom of the Opera and whatnot, but he would almost be the one that you would pick for that, for because in that day, he was the big horror guy. It would be like uh casting a movie today, and they're like, oh, of course you're going to cast Kane Hodder, or, like, Tony Todd, you know?
1: Yeah, and I think he could have pulled off the more classic at that time Dracula look. I think he would have done more of that.
0: Yeah, because he would have definitely because he was known as the man of like a thousand faces. Of he could yeah. transform so much through the makeup, and he was just such a great actor that I would definitely see it more of like a creature like Dracula versus the suave man that we get with the Sir Bela Lugosi.
1: But that's all. I did a fair amount of research, so I am not going to let that all go to waste.
0: Oh yeah, I am impressed. <laughs>
1: Um, where are we at here? Okay. So they get to the castle and they arrive. Renfield gets out and looks to where the driver slash bat was. And it's just empty. I love, he's like, what the hell is going on already? You can tell.
0: Well, he goes up to yell at the driver. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Why are you driving like this? He's gone. His bags are gone. And then the castle door just opens. This is, it's just, it's once again of run away. Just go away. Just say Dracula wasn't home when you get back home.
1: Dude, I'm watching this in 2022, and it is still tense. Like, well done. Like, no, don't get me wrong. It's nothing that's going to give you nightmares. You're not going to sleep. But they still pull off a very tense scene here.
0: Oh, they do. And because also, like, he goes inside and he's looking around. Like, then Dracula appears at the top of the steps and slowly makes his way down. There's this like huge wall of spider webs that he just goes through like mist, like he doesn't touch them, and that's exactly a, he startles Renfield, and he's like, "I am Dracula," and it's like the line, you know.
1: I was like, and the crowd goes wild. There's babies flying into the air, hats are going up. What <laughs> right when he says the line?
0: It's like, yeah, you so fucking sad <laughs>
1: <laughs> But
0: um, I bid you welcome. And he invites him inside. He goes through the cobwebs. Where I know I'd love Renfield's like, "How did you do that?" Because he has to like take his cane and knock the cobwebs down. Once again, it's like you, something's weird about you. The town people are already warning me about you. I don't want to do this anymore.
1: Yeah, it's there's already something aloof. I mean, it doesn't have much to do with anything. But I'd be mad at myself if I didn't mention it when you hear the wolf howl outside. And we get the Children of the Night line.
0: Children of the Night. What music they make.
1: (laughs) That might be the most, like, reference line from this movie.
0: Yeah, that's said a lot. And it's brought up in a different, like, Dracula movies as well. Yeah. But it's also, like, if Renfield shows up, this weird count man that's living in this rundown castle is just saying things. And you're like, I haven't even said hello yet. Like... Are you sure you're Dracula? Or
1: are you just, like, some weird man who's, like, squatting here?
0: Yeah, tell me Dracula's just a nice old man and you're just some, like, weird, like, mountain person that found a suit.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But we get the whole classic dinner scene. Dracula has a spread set out for him and everything, but he won't partake in it. And Renfield's talking about the lease for the new home in England. This
0: is very old wine and he pours it for renfield and renfield of course is like aren't you gonna partake serves in this very nice wine it's like i never drink wine
1: <laughs> <laughs> redfield's going through all the papers and everything and a paper clip cuts him and dracula sees the blood and i love the zoom in on his eyes when he notices the blood too
0: oh and i love how like how they do it in the movie of like dracula's eyes almost like brighten up, they're almost like flashlights of, there's light coming from them somehow.
1: Yeah, which comes into play with the hypnosis stuff later on, but he goes for the blood, but Renfield turns kind of like exposing the crucifix he was given, and that stops Dracula.
0: Yeah, we don't get the uh, Nosferatu in the 1979 Werner Herzog movie of, like, chasing him down and, like, aggressively sucking on his finger and then pushing him into a chair and being like, you should have these seats. <laughs>
1: yeah, that weird, like, stocky scene there. Because
0: every time, if you notice, like, you never really see the Dracula go in. He goes in for the bite, but you never see the bite. Correct. You also never see fangs.
1: Yeah, because he couldn't talk with them in.
0: Yeah, which makes sense of, like, okay, this Hungarian actor, we can already, like, we can understand him, but... If we also add this, I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah, that'd be maybe too much. That'd be. Mong them is what it sound like at that point. It's
0: like, no, to take two. Take two just cost us $30,000 because this is 1931.
1: <laughs> <laughs> then Dracula leaves him for the night. The brides are kind of watching him unseen to him as Renfield opens the window. A bat appears there. Renfield faints.
0: Yeah, and I love the uh, Renfield faints. The brides are all like, "Oh my God, finally, like fresh blood! We don't have to keep eating these goddamn like mountain people from that village." Like, (laughs) it's like if you eat McDonald's too many days in a row. It's like I'm sick of that. Yeah, I want something else.
1: (laughs) Dracula stops him though, and after coming back through the window, so you know he was the bat, and he obviously has other plans for Renfield, and. Cuts to the Vesta's voyage to England.
0: I gotta real quick say, what kind of pimp is Dracula? This version of Dracula. He's got all these women following him around. Yeah, he kind of turned them into vampires and they're under some kind of spell. But you did not see Max Shrex Dracula surrounded by anybody. Well,
1: it's that's just a simple answer of who's playing the character this time
0: yeah but look at bella here that's a good looking <laughs> man
1: um yeah we cut to the Vesta's voyage to england and the now crazy renfield wake <laughs> it up like in the cargo hold of the ship i guess wakes up next to dracula's coffin and he's like i know you can't hear me master but we're almost there or something And he asks if Dracula will keep his promise of tiny lives.
0: You can't hear me, master, but we're here. We're safe. (laughs) I also love the sped up, like almost uh, once again, Benny Hill type speed up uh, film of the crew trying to keep the ship afloat. And they're just running around real fast.
1: Oh, yeah. the little sped up footage of them darting around. Yeah. I do like that quite a bit. But we cut to the ship arriving right after what you just said, him talking to Dracula, and the captain is dead, and the classic ties himself to the wheel as the ship pulls into port.
0: Yeah, and they're like, yeah, the uh, captain tied to the wheel, and the, the entire crew dead. Crew of corpses shows up to port. And then you hear the... Ha, ha, ha. It's like, I think they came from the cargo hold.
1: If you got on that boat with everything else that's going on, like there's a captain who's dead, tied himself to the wheel, all the crew is dead, and you hear that, what do you do? I sink the ship immediately. I don't care what it is.
0: Or, like you said during the 79 Nosferatu one, just nudge the ship down, the, just send it to the other city. It's their problem now.
1: Just push it back out into the ocean.
0: Yeah, and it it just does a complete U-turn and comes back. They're like, god damn it. (laughs) <laughs> but they get the great, I mean, it's it's a fucking amazing shot, looking down at Renfield, who's like in the galley area, down the steps. They're like, look at his eyes! He's gone crazy! And he just has the, he does, he has the craziest looking eyes, and the hugest smile on his face, and just doing that laugh.
1: Uh, it's It's fantastic, it's one of the classic shots.
0: Just that, that laugh is just so fucking creepy. But uh, you get now I, and actually I kind of enjoy it when movies do this from time to, when it calls for it, especially this kind of movie Um, like this old of they sh- do a shot of almost like a newspaper clipping of to let you know where you are now of like the crazy Renfield's been taken to the sanitarium and he has an unusual uh, fondness for flies and other small bugs and whatnot.
1: Oh, the newspaper exposition. Yeah. Yeah, so it's been at least some time, we know. Uh, We don't get like a however long later card, but we know just based on that, it's been a while. Too
0: bad we do not get the Bella Lugosi Lugosi Dracula running through the streets carrying coffins by himself.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we do not see that. But we do see him here when he hypnotizes and drinks a girl selling flowers on a street.
0: uh, Flower for your buttonhole, sir!
1: (laughs) She does have a pretty, like, Cockney accent.
0: It'll just be one shilling, that is!
1: <laughs> and then we cut to Dracula going to the symphony. Then he hypnotizes a girl to get Dr. Seward on the phone, and that's just so he walks out so Dracula can introduce himself because he's his new neighbor.
0: Oh, yeah, the, he takes, like, a few steps here. He's like, okay, I need to introduce myself to these neighbors. Uh, there's this really, there's like these two really hot ladies there that also hang out out at my neighbor's house that I need to like, they're definitely going to be my new wives. I had to leave my other ones at the castle. Uh, And then it's this whole like thing of like, you will not remember that you told him that you, he has a phone call. Like, how does Dracula know about telephones?
1: Well, he's not like a caveman. He's like, still there's phones.
0: Yeah, but he's lived in that castle for centuries.
1: You don't think he's ever heard of phones from passerbys and everything?
0: I don't know. How many people do you think he converses with?
1: (laughs) I don't know. Travelers coming through the woods stumble upon a castle. Come in. I am Dracula. Like, and learns about the times.
0: And so it's like, now, today, it's like, let say this, like, at the end of this movie, Dracula didn't die and he goes back to the castle. He's like, so explain to me Snapchat.
1: (laughs) Exactly. Something like that. Tell Dr. Seward he has a Snapchat.
0: <laughs> I can see a lady's breasts that are not here.
1: <laughs> so, real quick, why does he want Dr. Seward? You said you think it's because of the girls. I think it's because Renfield's his patient.
0: Oh, yeah, that's also a part of it, I think, as well. of he. It's almost a secondary thing. of He goes into like their uh, little booth thing um, for the opera, and he also then sees the ladies. He's like, oh, yes, you will do very nicely. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's what I think it is. And we're introduced to Dr. Seward, Jonathan, Mina, and Lucy here. Yes. And he's talking to Lucy. She kind of likes him. I think she's hypnotized already.
0: Oh, yeah. She's already kind of, even like at home, they're going on and on about it. But they are very taken aback by Dracula. I also, also like, always kind of grabs me a little bit of, like, he's not like, oh, yes, I am uh, Count, of I don't know. Brown, you know, no, it's like no, I'm Count Dracula. Even though, like, that there's the Dracula myth that people know.
1: But do you think these people know it?
0: Well, they kind they say that they know of vampires later when Van Helsing's doing all of his experiments, and they're like, science does not, uh, uh fuck. What's it? What's it called when uh, acknowledge that vampires are a thing?
1: <laughs> yeah, true. That might be it. Like, I mean, that might be, like, a little bit of a plot hole, but I don't know. I always just thought that in the movie Dracula, Dracula's Dracula, no one knows him, but they know vampires.
0: That could be true as well. I could be thinking of it from our point of view of just, like, people of, like, of course Dracula's a vampire. Like, it's be like, hi, I'm Jason Voorhees.
1: <laughs> yeah, we, we know. Yeah. <laughs> Dracula's being a peeping Tom outside as Lucy goes to bed, and then appears at her window, and she... She then falls asleep, and he bites her.
0: Oh, yeah, Dracula, like, walks by a cop. And the cop's like, the fog's lifting her, sir. And he's like, yes. And then he just goes immediately to stare at a woman through the window. And the cop's like, all right, then. That's fine.
1: Dude, I don't know. I have a personal policy where I don't mess with dudes in capes, so I get it. Yeah, not someone you want on your bad side. Yeah. Uh, we cut to Lucy's corpse at the the surgeon, and they lose her. Like, notice the two bite marks on her neck. Old-timey hospitals when people do surgery and there's just always, like, the gallery of other people watching is weird to me. It reminds me of the episode
0: of Seinfeld where Kramer throws, like, the milk dud inside the guy.
1: <laughs> no, it was a junior mint, because I think of that every time. Yes.
0: But it is, it's like, I know that they do this of it's like the teaching thing, but these old school ones, they're not even behind glass or anything. You can openly cough into the air, and it can go into the wound.
1: (laughs) (laughs) At Seward Sanitarium, there's this worker who becomes one of my favorite side characters, <laughs> Martin, throwing away Renfield's spider.
0: <laughs> oh, what's wrong there, little fly eater? Flies aren't good enough for you. You moved up to spiders.
1: Why do I want flies when I have fat, juicy spiders? But yeah, he throws away a spider. Renfield's real mad. Martin is an MVP of this movie. Oh, he's so good.
0: Every time he shows back up, and there's not too much of him, He shows up every once in a while for a quick little thing, and he's the comic relief, and extremely funny, and then he disappears again, luckily. It doesn't become like, oh, he's not Reggie Bannister of this movie now, you know?
1: No, I shot it, sir! I shot the bat! (laughs) 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 Um, Professor Van Helsing is having a meeting with a bunch of the doctors at the sanitarium. He knows it's vampire attacks. We get no background on Van Helsing, really, except for he's done some famous work in Dracula's aware of him. Is he a vampire hunter? Is he just someone who's published work about vampires? We do not know, really.
0: Well, I see him, I see him especially in this movie. Like, Van Helsing definitely in like later incarnations just becomes a 100% like vampire hunter. This one, I almost. Especially once
1: we get to Hammer, you know. Oh,
0: yeah. Which I can't wait to cover those at some point. Um, yeah. But. This one, I see him as, like, a scientist who knows of vampires and is like, well, I've done all these experiments because you see him, like, dropping things into the blood and the blood changes colors in the beaker. And somehow that tells him, vampires!
1: He's just a well-researched man who knows about vampires, I guess. I
0: would love to have him, like, take a sample of blood, like vampire blood, and he puts it under the microscope. And, like, the blood cells have tiny little wings.
1: I was thinking little fangs, but okay. Bleah, I like wings too. Bleah, bleah. <laughs> but he gets to interview Renfield, and the the interview goes on for a while. We also cut to the sun setting during this. Dracula, he does have some brides. Or is that Lucy?
0: No, that's Lucy. Oh, that's Lucy. That's huh? the woman in white.
1: Yeah, they wake up. Um,.
0: I love when Van Helsing talks to Renfield, and at first, Renfield's like, well, hello there, like, yes, I am feeling very well today. And then he, I forget, they say something, that immediately he goes back into, give me my flies, Dracula will come for you!
1: (laughs) It's when they hear a wolf cry, Uh, and there's no wolves in London, and that's what, like, sets him off and everything, and... Van Helsing holds Wolfbane, Wolf'sbane, up to Renfield, and he spazzes and is taken away. That's right.
0: And it's like, yes, yeah, the uh, Wolf'sbane is a herb from, and I like the, the other guy says herb, and every time I'm like, it's herb. Yes. <laughs> it's uh, it's from Central Europe, and it's told it's, uh, the people of that area use it against vampires.
1: <laughs> so in this version, it's not garlic; it's Wolf'sbane. Yeah. Instead of being Wolfsbane for werewolf, which makes way more sense, but okay.
0: Which, if I was a vampire, I'd much rather be, like, have Wolfsbane be the thing that I hate. Because you can never eat pizza again, if it's garlic. Yeah, I've
1: never put, I've never put Wolfsbane on pizza, good point.
0: I wonder how that would be, though. I wonder if it's I just, like, no vampire idea. herbs are like and, like, vegetables and stuff are really good on pizzas.
1: Is Wolfsbane even a real thing? I think so. I... I have no idea, to be honest. I'm
0: going to say yes. (laughs) Because it shows back up in uh, The Wolfman as well.
1: Oh, yeah, but I didn't know if it was just like a monster thing. No,
0: no, it has to be true. It showed up in two Universal Monster movies. With Bella (laughs) and Lon Chaney Jr., Greg, come on.
1: (laughs) Uh, Fair? My, My apologies. Renfield's thrown back in his room, is looking out the window, and then Dracula's outside staring in at him. And just looking at him, it's like a psychic conversation. He's like... What do you want? Please don't make me do that. Not to her. No. And then that's that.
0: Yeah, because I don't even think like we haven't seen Renfield and uh, Mina like in the same room yet. But Renfield is just so much of like, I need to save Miss Mina.
1: You must take me away. (laughs) Yeah, we don't even know they know each other. No,
0: Other than the fact that the grounds are right beside each other aren't they like they're all like right in the yeah. same area
1: well no i think they live at the same building it's just oh. a very large ground
0: oh, that makes sense why renfield just keeps showing up in their house
1: yeah i think it's like the same like they live on the estate with the sanitarium since it's his oh, god, sanitarium just,
0: this is a, a which i'm getting at least what early 1900s to like late 1800s is when this movie takes place i'd say
1: yeah, I can never tell if it's, like, taking place in the 30s or earlier, but yeah. It's
0: around that time, and it, Well, it'd this, be earlier,
1: because, yeah.
0: This is a sanitarium in that time? Like, imagine the screaming, nonstop as they're like, huh, what's wrong with them? Electrocute them more!
1: <laughs> well, the electro- electrocutions didn't work, and neither are being poked with a thousand needles. Hmm, what next? Leeches! It's all hysteria.
0: It's the screaming blood that's in him. We must get it out.
1: But Dracula shows up and bites Mina. And the next day, she's talking about her weird dream she had, and she feels very weak. And Professor Van Helsing comes over and sees her bite marks, and he knows what's up right away.
0: I love also the the night before when all this is happening and Dracula goes into Mina's room and we get that classic just like extreme close-up of Bella's face, which even I sit there and I go, That's kind of ridiculous looking. Why is he making that face? It looks like he's taken to like a huge shit, but it won't come out exactly.
1: <laughs> I kind of like it though. Yeah. It's fun. Um and then Dracula arrives at the house. They're like, but who could have done this? And I love right then when the maid goes Count Dracula, like, presenting him. Yeah. It's kind of like the one of the earliest examples from what I've read and understand of one of those kind of cuts. Because, remember, talkies are still a new thing at this point. It was all silent movies before.
0: Oh, yeah, this is, I. I believe I saw somewhere that this is, like, one of the oldest talking movies, like, that's still around.
1: And so before this... Everyone relied on visual cues for changes and everything. This was one of the first, like, time a sound cue like this was changed, was used for a change like this. Like, who could have did this? Someone announces him, and he's there, and that makes perfect sense. And it's so something so simple, and take it for granted, and used by, like, TikTokers and vloggers now, even. Like, oh, yeah. That was, like, the first time it was used in a major motion picture.
0: Bella Lugosi, the original TikToker. Uh,
1: no. No, <laughs> don't.
0: Dude, yeah, I would follow him in a day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but he arrives and meets Van Helsing for the first time, and I love their, like, standoff. Like, it's, we both fucking hate each other, but are going to be civil.
0: Yeah, and especially that, um, uh, fuck, who is it? John, I think, goes for, like, a cigarette in one of those extremely fancy cigarette boxes, and there's a mirror in it, and that's where, like, we get about, I believe, ten minutes of Van Helsing looking in the mirror then looking at Dracula. <laughs> And then looking in the mirror, they're looking at Dracula. And then Dracula, moves, I love and he looks in the how
1: mirror. long it takes them to realize. He's like, no reflection. Still no reflection. You think after like your second, like double take, you're like, oh, that's a vampire. But you're right. You just stick, you know what I think it was to show off like the cool camera work they were able to accomplish.
0: Yeah, probably, I would say.
1: Like he's not there, and then they look, and he's there like with the cuts and everything, which was still a pretty impressive feat for the Times, so that's probably what it was visually stunning to yeah. the newspapers back in the day
0: and I think about john Jonathan Harker's point of view of you're sitting there, Mina is your fiance, and she's not feeling very well now, all of a sudden, this suave guy from Transylvania has shown up and taken an extreme like liking to your girl, and like. A minute ago, she was acting all down and, like, kind of out of it. He shows up. She peps right up. It's like, oh, yeah, everything's fine. I feel great now. It's like, but what about me?
1: <laughs> He's a count, whatever that means.
0: Yeah, and they're they're talking about, like, oh, you can be a countess, like her and Lucy were talking earlier.
1: <laughs> yeah, and Mina goes to bed, and Dr. Van Helsing's like, actually, could you help me with something? Come take a look at this. Dracula goes over and he opens up the cigarette box to show him his reflection, and Dracula just swats it onto the ground. Oh, and I
0: love the turn of Dracula's, like, certainly, like, I will definitely help you.
1: And anything to help
0: goes right to like, and they kind of, they do explain it very well. Of like, did you see the, see his face? You look like a wild animal because he swats it away, and the fucking death glare he gives him.
1: Oh, yeah, what's his excuse?s I don't like mirrors.
0: Yes, uh, Professor Van Helsing will explain why.
1: You notice there's no mirrors hanging up in any of the houses or anything, too. Yeah. Smart little choice, so They don't accidentally get Bella's reflection.
0: Oh, yeah, could you have, Yeah, in the back, you're like, wait a minute. It's like, oh, it's like almost a hundred years later. Like, I see him there.
1: <laughs> then Dracula leaves, and Jonathan, unseen to us, walks out and says, I just saw a wolf running outside across the garden, or whatever. Yeah, and
0: Van Helsing's like, oh yeah, he he didn't want us to follow him to know where he's at. But I thought they already knew where he was at.
1: He said, I'm your neighbor, and they're talking about his new house. I bought bought Horfax Abbey. Later. Yeah, Why is it a thing later when they have to, like, follow him to see where he's going? He's going home.
0: Yeah, it's not like... I could see if it was almost like the Nosferatu 79 of he almost has, like, different bases throughout the city. Of, like, there's an old run-down church, there's this basement, there's this old house here. He has a few different ones. Count Dracula in this one just has Carfax Abbey.
1: Yeah. They're all discussing how he's a vampire and what they need to do with it and everything, and then you're... <laughs> <laughs> Again, and Renfield was eavesdropping. He's like, "This doesn't seem like a conversation for supposedly sane people to be having."
0: Oh, I love the shade that Renfield's constantly throwing at these two of like, "You sound crazier than I do."
1: I, he's a delight in yeah. this movie.
0: <laughs> oh, Dwight Fry just—I don't know—we already like said about, but he's just amazing in this when he shows up in Frankenstein once again, like he's like right there, neck and neck with, he's not the main guy, but he's just so good.
1: Oh yeah. But he tells Jonathan Renfield that is to take Mina away far away from this place. If you love her or whatever. And then the bat on a string appears (laughs) in the window and Renfield stops telling him what he needs to do. He's like denies knowing Dracula. Like, no, I never heard of Dracula. I don't know what you're talking about. I love the delivery. of like,
0: Dracula? I've never heard the name in my life. As he, like, puffs his chest out and he's all proud of it almost.
1: <laughs> like, this is gonna fool Dracula. He just heard you talk about it. Never heard of him! Yeah. Like, the movie's, like, bad, like, on purposely bad acting and everything.
0: Dr- Drew? 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 I, I know a Drew.
1: <laughs> oh, not Drew? No. Drac- No. No. Doesn't ring, ring a bell.
0: Do- Dr. Acula? But- I know a Dr. Acula.
1: (laughs) The maid runs in to tell them that Mina has passed out in the yard. Right? Oh, yeah, then the maid faints.
0: Yeah. Is this where Lucy... I'm sorry. Is this where Mina is saying that she's seen Lucy later?
1: Later she does, yeah. Okay. And that's where we cut to next is vampire Lucy walking around town. Right. Next day, she's talking to Van Helsing about seeing her. I know it was her. And... She goes, if you can save Lucy's soul after death, promise you'll save mine.
0: Oh yeah, and it's like, how why are you talking like this, dear? And she's like, Jonathan, we're over.
1: Yeah. Look, I'm I'm the member of the undead. It like, will not be safe for anyone.
0: Like, she he like puts her his arm on her like arm and he she's like, You must never touch me again. And you must also never kiss me again. <laughs>
1: Jonathan wants her to come back with him, right? Yeah, and Van Helsing yeah. wants her to stay there.
0: They're like, well, he's like, I'm going to call the police if you don't give me my fiance.
1: Dude, this is a theme in a lot of the Universal movies, is people arguing over where the poor damsel can stay at to be safest.
0: Yeah, and she's just sitting there like, oh no, I hope these <laughs> men tell me what I can do.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's that's just how it's portrayed in a, yeah. a fair amount of them, to be honest. Yeah. But she does stay there. We get, You'll be safe in there. I have a Wolfsbane wreath on the door.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, he decks the entire place out with uh, Wolfsbane. And I love later, she keeps saying, like, oh, that horrid weed, it smells terrible.
1: Uh, Renfield shows back up again. He keeps escaping. <laughs> he's talking about leading his rats. By the way, last time when he showed up, I love, like, when the things kind of settle down from his encounter. When Dr. <laughs> Seward gets on the phone and calls Martin, he's like, no one's escaped! And then he sees that Renfield's gone again. Yeah,
0: he's like, okay, come on, little fly-eater, let's get you back to your room. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, so, Dracula arrives, and Dracula and Van Helsing in confrontation again. How does Dracula get in? He just waltzes in, right?
0: Uh, well, they say something about, uh, like, Housekeeper was like, supposed to watch her, but she, like, fell asleep for a second, and then when she woke back up, Mina was on the lawn.
1: Oh, so, he, like, through a window or something like that Yeah, her, I guess. But he tries hypnotizing Dr. Van Helsing, but he goes, oh, you're strong-willed. And when he hypnotizes, it's the plastic Dracula, the arm thing. You know, oh, yeah. in Ed Wood, he says, you have to be Hungarian and double-jointed.
0: But he's just doing that, like, <laughs> that hand thing. I can do it. Like... oh.
1: Yeah. What I realize I'm doing right now, even though we're not on video. Yeah, exactly. What is it? it used all of your willpower, and even that has exhausted you.
0: Well, it's almost like the, uh, is it, um, Watto from, uh, Phantom Menace, where he's like, your Jedi have mind tricks will not to work on me?
1: <laughs> yeah, <that's> Watto. <laughs> Dracula approaches him after, because he's so exhausted, but Van Helsing holds up a crucifix, and Dracula flees. Not the cross! Yeah um jonathan sees mina says wow you look better than ever nice thing to say to someone who's slowly becoming undead and mina almost goes for his neck while they're talking and like stops herself they're both sitting out on the balcony bat on string shows back up and mina starts talking to the bat and jonathan doesn't notice this (laughs) for way too long
0: she's like yes yes i will it's like, well, you will what, Mina? It's like, oh, I didn't say anything. Yes, you did. You said you will.
1: Then she does go to bite Jonathan, but Van Helsing runs in with the crucifix to save him, and she starts crying, I love, and she tells Jonathan and to believe Van Helsing.
0: I love where she's, like, talking to Jonathan, and it's like, you know that silly little cross that the doctor has? Get rid of it for me. It's like, why, dear? It's like, because... It, if you get rid of it for me, I'll give you a nice peck on the cheek. It's like, oh, golly gee.
1: I'm not a religious dude, but, like, if someone's telling me who was who's just talking to a bat, it's like, you should get rid of the doctor's cross. I'm already like, no, that's the last thing I'm going to get rid of. In fact, I'm buying more and putting them everywhere.
0: Well, it's like the family and the witch not seeing all the signs of, like, who, what is actually going on. Like,
1: <laughs> Yeah. Mina's back in bed. Dracula hypnotizes the nurse to let him back in. And they just take it off with Mina. And Van Helsing and Jonathan go outside. And they let Renfield escape this time, right? So they can yeah. follow him back to Dracula. It's
0: almost like Renfield is now a bloodhound. It's like, okay, you know he just wants to, like, jump on Dracula's boner over and over again. Just let him go do it, and then we can follow him. And this is, it's just exactly. like Renfield running around, just like, hey, I'm free! Like, I must find the master!
1: He gets to, what is it? What is it, Carfax Abbey. Abbey? Yeah, and he's apologizing like to the entranced Mina there, and Dracula is angry with him for like apologizing because this is the whole goal, dude. And he kills Renfield by choking him, like pushing him down the stairs, and it's an extended stair fall. Like, well done, Dwight Fry.
0: Oh, and also, you know that this is like early film days where they didn't even probably care about the actors at this point it's like okay now go fall down those stairs okay that wasn't good enough do it again (laughs) there's oh yeah
1: it's really good though like he tumbles down it's honestly believable too like it looks like someone who fell down that many stairs by the end of it yeah
0: I love that, like, Dracula, like, okay, so he kills Renfield, and he goes tumbling down the stairs, Dracula grabs Mina, and runs down the stairs just as Jonathan and Van Helsing break through the door. So they're literally, like, five feet from each other, when Dracula had all this, like, extra time to get away, and he, like, runs through the door and, like, closes, like, slams the door on him, and they're all banging on the door. <laughs>
1: Dude, why do these vampires always have their caskets just out in the open, like, hide it behind a wall or something for situations like this?
0: Also, their uh, coffins are, like, never in any kind of good shape. Like, either they're half-busted open, like, in different nosferatu both, like, Nosferatu's I can think of, like, original in 79, there's, like, this huge crack in them, uh, this one it's just, like, a wooden box, it's, like. Dra- uh, Bella was complaining about coffins and Ed Wood, like, look where you came from, at least it's not a crate
1: <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much what it is, a bunch of pallets, like, stuck together
0: but uh, this is also, once again, where it's Dracula is, like, the most like, powerful being ever, unless he's asleep and then nothing will wake him
1: <laughs> yeah, that is the thing, like, they never wake up for anything
0: until, like, uh, we, like, because Van Helsing is, like tearing apart a different coffin to get a wooden stake and you just hear in the background like thunk, and that's how dracula dies
1: so that was actually added back in later on that was cut originally the sound of him dying so before you just heard hammering and nothing so that's probably why the dracula sequels no one questioned wait dracula died like it's because you didn't really know
0: yeah, you did not see They weren't even in the same room as when it happened.
1: Yeah. But, yeah, so, and it's not even, like, a wooden stake, like, specific. It's just a plank of wood that he finds. Oh, yeah, it's... From it's, the ca- from the casket.
0: Think Vampire's Kiss and the plank of wood that Nick Cage was running around in at the end. It's that.
1: Yeah. They opened up the other casket, by the way, Amina Mina wasn't in there. So, Jonathan goes and finds her, and she's okay now because Drac... Dracula was staked off screen and she never went full vampire yet. And like all universal monster movies, the ending feels like it always came like three minutes early and the end.
0: Oh yeah. These movies, like d- there's no building up to like a real like crescendo of an ending. It's like, and story is over now.
1: <laughs> yeah, but man, that's Dracula from 1931. What a fun time.
0: I'm so glad that we did a universal monster movie. I wanted to get one in before episode 100, and I'm so glad that we did, and I'm so glad it's Dracula. Because throughout this entire show's history, I've gone on and on about Bella, and this is like his crowning achievement.
1: Oh yeah, this is, this is what he'll be remembered by. Yes. And it's a great movie, man. So I think I got pretty much everything I wanted to say out of the way, like talking about the background and just the history and influence of this movie. You have anything else before we get into the end of stuff?
0: Um, well, one thing I did want to do, but we kind of like just going as like the momentum of the show went, I just kind of let it go, but I want to do the rats, rats, thousands of them with little red beady eyes, just like his, but Smaller. Well done. Yay.
1: (laughs) I I even applauded. All right, so let's get into the Count of the Dead. What do you think?
0: Yeah, so let's get into the Count of the Dead. Ah, ah, ah.
1: For those who don't know, the Horror Count of the Dead is where we tally up all the deaths in the movie. We add them to the grand total of all the movies we've ever done. Last episode we did was, what was it, Saw? Yeah, Saw, which left us with the Count of the Dead of 1,053. Where do you think Dracula brought us? Let's
0: count this fucker. Um... Let me think because, especially like with all the people that were on the boat earlier, going fast motion. I'm sitting there trying. That's our
1: biggest amount.
0: I'm trying to count them, and I'm like, "Stop moving so fast!" Did I already count him? Uh
1: (laughs) I also say I counted Lucy because she was turned into a vampire. Then Dracula died, so and she never returned. So as far as I know, I counted Lucy.
0: Oh yeah, Lucy's dead. Um, Okay. I'm gonna say there are twelve deaths.
1: Twelve. Yes, I only got ten. Oh, okay. But which brings us to one thousand sixty-three. Very nice. I only I counted six people on the ship, counting the captain. Oh, I that I was eight. able to see. Was it eight or do you think it was more? Because I'll give it to you if you think you're right.
0: I because I counted over and over again because there was like six of them running around on the deck, and then there were two of them doing the wheel.
1: Well, one of them's the captain, then. So we'll we'll put it in the middle. Then I'll I'll make the exception. Okay. So 1,064. Cool.
0: Well, every week Greg does his count of the dead. Ah, ah, ah. And I do my ratings from Dimension Z. Um, so basically I take the movie and I rate it 1 through 10, 1 being the worst and 10 being the best. And I take something from the movie to rate the movie. And I won't come up with that thing until right now. And I'm trying to think what would be good for Dracula. Oh, okay, here we go. I'm gonna say it's going to be bugs with blood. Okay. So the bug basically all bugs have bloods, but some have more than others.
1: Is that true? Do they all have blood?
0: I would you would think so. I guess so. If you've smushed a fly, there's that little tiny bit of red.
1: I guess so. So
0: like a number one the worst kind of bug that's got like the least amount of blood in it, probably. It's like a gnat. It's like you would take, like, ten gnats to make a fly. And Renfield's like, this isn't even worth it. I'm starving to death. Okay. A number ten bu- bug with the most blood, you would think, is, like, a giant fat tick. And I'm surprised that they never did more with, like, ticks and, like, vampires in movies.
1: Oh, yeah, because if you pop a tick, there's, like, a oh, it's
0: like a gush ...water
1: balloon went off. Yeah.
0: Um, I'm going to give Dracula a perfect ten out of ten bloody bugs like this is a fucking tick the size of a quarter <laughs> Like, but i cannot say enough good things about this movie this is one like every halloween october time i watch it just to get in the really good mood for it along with like frankenstein and fried bride and like ghost and whatnot um I just love the gothicness of it, of like the rundown castles, there's all like the nighttime and all the fog, and Bella Lugosi is perfect.
1: Oh, I agree. Um, I agree so much to the fact that our newest introduction into the <gasps> Throbbing Horror Hall of Fame is Dracula. Yay!
0: I didn't know if it would make it or not.
1: <laughs> yeah, so the Throbbing Horror Hall of Fame is any movie that gets a perfect score from me and Brett. And the current throbbing with Horror Hall Fame is Halloween, Evil Dead 2, Army of Darkness, Hereditary, Trick or Treat, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Fly, and now Dracula.
0: Oh, that's perfect.
1: That's a happy ending for Dracula.
0: The entire time I knew this movie was coming up, and I knew I was going to give it a 10 because I'm such a huge Bella fan, and I love the Dracula story, and this is like the definitive Dracula story. Um, yes. I didn't know if you would give it a perfect 10 or not because I didn't know if you I, I figured you would rate it high but I was like watch he's gonna give it a 9
1: oh no I, I was thinking about it I'm like what should I give him like honestly like joking about how much we talk about Bella and stuff aside honestly it is a straight up 10 it's a perfect movie like no, no movie's technically perfect, but as far as what we do, yeah, it's a perfect movie.
0: Exactly. So, yeah, I cannot think of a more fitting movie, and we got another one in before 100.
1: Yes, exactly. Well, speaking of perfect movies, Brett, <laughs> it is with great pleasure we can finally put this down behind us. It's almost episode 100, yeah. and I'm like, there's no way we have to get it in, and you knew it too. Next week... We're finally fucking doing Predator. Yeah, uh, we're,
0: we're Next week, we're going to be throbbing with action.
1: Uh, don't worry. I pulled audio clips from episode two of you saying, no, Predator definitely counts as horror.
0: Oh, fuck. Yeah, and episode I two.
1: I pulled it. I pulled it, and I have no. it saved and ready to go.
0: Episode two was Blood Harvest. You weren't even on that oh, one. Oh, it was
1: the second episode I was on, okay. whatever that was.
0: But I have the audio. If everyone, I knew that what Greg says, I'm picking Predator for 99. I went, okay, then I'm fucking picking Dracula.
1: And I gave Dracula a very good score.
0: Yeah. And next week, I'm sorry that we're not going to be doing a horror movie, but we will be throbbing with action, I guess, for one episode.
1: Oh, you shut up. Half the stuff we do people could argue isn't horror, but it is.
0: Yeah, The room is more horror than Predator, but we'll talk all about Again, it next
1: week. no it's not. And the listeners knew it too if you look at the room. Nah.
0: <laughs> no, the room's amazing. I hope Predator gets no listens.
1: I don't. That's not good for you either, dude. This is your show as well. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> you know next week's going to be a fun time. I can't wait. Because I know you've never actually sat down and watched Predator the whole way through. So I'm uh, very excited to see what you think of it.
0: It's been probably 15 to 20 years since I've seen any kind of thing with Predator. So I'm ready for the Dude Bro movie.
1: It's going to be fun. Me and you are going to dress up and we're going to shake hands and I'm gonna go, Brett from Dimension Z, you son of a bitch. And we're going to have a very fun time next Let's week. be
0: oiled up muscle men all wrestling around with each other with their shirts off in the jungle.
1: Exactly, it's going to be a great time So join us next week for Predator And that's going to be all I got
0: I don't, I just did cough up a little bit of blood I don't know if I'll make it to next week
1: Oh don't worry, I'll come to your house And bring soup I'll be like "Grandpa, <laughs> kiss the day you're recording Brent,
0: soup You're outside my window I'm sitting there ironing in a bra for some reason <laughs> I'm calling the police <laughs> <laughs> you, you finally like you work your way inside and I'm you like you're like no Brett we're not gonna watch Predator everything's fine just go and like make the soup and I'll put on a different movie and I come in and I see Predator playing and you're like watch it bitch
1: <laughs> dude my side literally <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're done. But yeah, come yeah. back next week for Predator. <laughs>
0: we hope that Dracula has left your brain throbbing with horror. Ah, it seems you've survived another fright. Be sure to look for the Throbbing with Horror pumpkin on all of your favorite social medias
1: and local newspaper headlines. Rate us five stars on your favorite podcast platform, or else. Subscribe for more tantalizing terror, and be ready for the new fear next week, if you dare.